0: It's now time for the Coach Cody Fagan Show, and it's brought to you by the Whitesboro Athletic Booster Club. As we will go over everything Whitesboro, over the Bearcats and the Lady Cat Sports Nation, and go over tonight's opponent for the Bearcats. Now, here's your host, Frank Grantham and Linda Lee, with Whitesboro Athletic Director
1: Cody Fagan. Hello, Bearcat Nation, and welcome to the Coach Cody Fagan Show. We're here with the Whitesboro's Athletic Director and Head Football Coach, Cody Fagan, to talk about all things Whitesboro sports-related. I know it is Peanut Festival Week, a lot going on in town, a lot going on around the community, but there's also a whole lot going on in the school district, especially concerning Whitesboro athletics. So let's get into that. I hear we had a, quite a game between Whitesboro and Pilot Point in Volleyball. How'd that go?
2: Yeah we ended up losing uh in the fifth set last night in volleyball but had a really good match uh went back and forth two pretty evenly matched teams they just got hot at the very end and uh, they had one really good girl number six I don't know her name but she could really hit that ball and so um they finished us off last night late but uh you know really good uh showing by our girls lately they've been playing some really good volleyball very competitive and obviously picked up a couple more district wins in the last week or so so Expecting them to finish strong. And uh, other sports, we've had uh, a lot, a lot of winning going on. Um, tennis won the first round playoff the other day uh, in Argyle against Fort Worth Western Hills, so they're the bi-district champions, and they will play Friday morning down in Fort Worth against Whitney High School in the area round, and looking to continue their run into as far as they can go here in this uh, postseason. So. Been really good by a couple of those guys. And then district cross country was Monday over in Boyd. And we took a clean sweep with the girls and boys. Won both girls district championship and boys district championship. Awesome. Qualifying both of those teams. On to the next stage, which is the regional meet here in about a week and a half. That's down great. in Arlington, Grand Prairie area, Joe Pool Lake. So I'm excited for those kids. They're doing exactly what they've... That was one of their goals was to win district meets. And so they've uh, finished the first goal. And now they've got a couple more... Lofty goals to try and achieve as they continue on into November. That's good.
0: I heard a lot of good things from the cross country and the tennis team this week. That's great that they're uh doing great and continuing to improve each week. Um coach, let's go ahead real quick and go over uh the game Friday night. We you know we fell to the number two team to stay Brock forty two twenty one. But you know, we did play with these guys, you know, and we actually led at one point and uh this is just my opinion might make a few people mad, but I really believe in a perfect world if we were 100 percent healthy. Uh, I would really honestly believe we could beat Brock you know I think we'd, we'd have been on the winning side but you know that's how it is with live everybody has to deal with injuries and s- certain things. but uh that's just my opinion. I think it was a great hard fought game because uh, you know when we down like two or three touchdowns at the final you know buzzer there.
2: Yeah we played really well first half obviously went into the half tied uh, 21 all uh, left a few points on the field there at the end of the second or the end of the second quarter into the first half there uh, had an opportunity for a big catch down there going in that we didn't capitalize on and then obviously we've done it two weeks in a row now we've got to stop this trend with fumbling on the first play of scrimmage and uh, you know on, on that series that was a 40-yard game we fumbled looks like we're going to be rolling right along because early on we were rolling along offensively and uh, they take the ball and drive the length of the field and score so there's a 14 point swing there and we left seven points on the field there at the end of the half Uh, so you can you know anytime you play a a team close for the first half and it gets out of uh, hand late you know you can always pinpoint one or two three plays that uh, give you an opportunity to win that game and so there's frustrating parts of that but then there's tangible evidence and good things to learn from and look right at, hey, if we protect the football, which we two times fumbled the ball um, and they drove the length of the field and scored on those two positions, those are two 14-point swings in a game that you lost by three scores. So um, I'm not real good with numbers, but that, that would equal us uh, being a whole lot more competitive or finding a way to come out with a W there. But you know, anytime you uh, come up short in a game against the number two team in the state, you can't do those things. So uh, obviously we are, focused on this week's game and the last four district ball games and then getting into the playoffs and seeing how big of a run we can make. We would love another opportunity uh, at those guys down the road, and uh, you never know how those things will play out. That's a
0: good point, Coach.
2: One thing I'll give you
0: credit on, actually two things, uh, you and your coaching staff and the players, uh, you know, the last two games we've now, and this is including Brock, we've caused eight turnovers there. Uh, that's that's real good on the turnover battle there, which, like I said, including Brock, we really need that tonight here against Pilot Point. And also, I, looks like you you've done a real good job in cleaning up the penalties too. The Penalties hadn't been there as bad, you know, since that Ponder game, you know. So both things, that's kudos to your staff and the players for getting a lot of that straightened out.
2: Absolutely, we had a disappointing night against Ponder. Not obviously in the final score, we won that one, but uh, we were very uh, disappointed with all the penalties and you know we could blame the refs we could blame whoever we wanted but we chose to uh, look within and clean some things up on our own sideline as far as coaches and kids and you know just take ownership of it and say quit pointing the finger at other people point it at ourselves and see what we can clean up and you know you respond with a game with four penalties and a game with three penalties to back the performance up so obviously we've been much better in the discipline category and we're gonna have to do that again tonight Absolutely, Coach.
0: Well, big district game here, Lindell and Cody, tonight here at home against uh, Pilot Point, big rivalry, uh, Peanut Festival weekend. Uh, we come in, Cody, I believe we're tied for third with Peaster, but a win tonight would put us in second in district if all things play out, is that correct?
2: Yeah, we're, uh you've got Brock and Pilot Point sitting there undefeated in district right now, and uh, us and Peaster are both sitting at two and one. So uh, obviously, any game this late in the year, late October, early November is a big game. But against these guys, it's always a big game. So we're excited about the opportunity. You know our kids are going to play hard. You know their kids are going to play hard. Going to be great community support on both sides. So just an exciting night for some Grayson County football for two teams that are 24 25 miles apart.
0: Absolutely. Well, Coach, and Lindell, Point, Danny, David head coach over that brings in a good team they're four and two on the year uh i know one of their losses was to gunner um one of the players is coming in as a running back he's already committed to texas a&m that's ish harris and really that's i mean they've had weapons don't get me wrong but the two i think we're really gonna have to watch out is for ish harris and when they do have to throw the ball they're gonna be looking down the field at number one aiden cox so they that's two big weapons on the pilot Point barricades uh Team that we should be looking for tonight in that correct coach.
2: Absolutely. You know, Ish is uh, everybody around here knows who Ish is. He's a good looking running back, does a good job back there. Aiden's a really good receiver out there on the edge, and our kids know him. They know our kids. We've had a lot of competitive battles with them in all sports. So, uh, you know, we know what we've got to do. They know what they've got to do. So it's going to be fun to watch those kids get out there and get after it tonight and see who executes at a little higher level because that's what it comes down to. The plan's there. They know the plan. We know the plan, and it's just going to come down to who can execute it.
0: Well, your defense, you know, give you credit, and Coach Gabbard and the players credit. Like I said earlier, caused eight turnovers the last two games. So, uh, what what should our defense expect? What kind of offense does Pop went run with uh, Ish Harris and company?
2: You know, they're very multiple. They'll be anywhere from my formation, lining him up seven, eight yards deep, letting him run downhill with that big six four frame, or they'll get into true spread stuff and try and sling it around and uh, challenge you deep with Aiden, uh, you know, they like uh, some screen game and then uh, they'll run your true spread RPO stuff. So uh, yeah, they do a whole lot of stuff and they do a whole lot of stuff pretty well. So we've got our work cut out for us tonight, but I'm excited about the kids that we're going to put out there on the field. I know they'll give us everything they've got and they, they uh, put a whole lot into every week, but they might put a little more into this week every year, just making sure they're ready to go and, and know what's going on. and. And putting themselves in a position to be successful, we've been an opportunistic defense the last three weeks, like you said, and we got to continue to do that tonight. We're going to need to score, uh, yeah. coach.
1: Uh, this is a, <clears throat> a fairly high-powered offense typically. Uh, what kind of defense are we looking at? Uh, what kind of scoring opportunities do you see ahead?
2: You know, obviously they've still got that old Salina Ten One roots that that they can get into from here time to time. Uh, they can get into a a regular 4-2 look, they can get into anywhere from three to four looks in a matter of three to four plays. So, they, they try to be very multiple, but at the end of the day, they're going to put Ish there in the middle of the field and say, hey, we've got this guy that's really, really athletic. Uh, you're going to not be able to run to one side or the other to get away from him. We've got him sitting eight yards deep in the middle of the field, which is a smart move by Coach David and his staff, and then they put Aiden uh, Cox at the end on one side and another really athletic kid on the other. and. So they're, they're going to make you earn everything you get, and they're going to fly around. Those kids play hard. Uh, it's a simple scheme, but at the same time, it's a scheme that puts a lot of pressure on the offense to uh, execute at a high level and perform. So we're going to have to do those things tonight. And, you know, as I've talked to our coaching staff all week, if you look at the numbers on their games and our games, sort of that 30-point number is the magic number. We've had three games that we've not scored 30 points, and we've lost them. We've had three games where we have scored 30 points or more and we've won them. And if you look at them, they're four and two. They've had four games where they've scored 30 points or more and they're undefeated in those. And they've had two games where they have not scored 30 and, and they've come up short. So that 30 point margin there is uh, something to keep an eye on on both sides. Uh, obviously each game takes a, a, a spirit of its own, but uh, so far the tendency says that 30 point areas where both offenses are shooting to try and come out. And if we can get there, I think we got a good shot.
0: So, Coach, big game here tonight, Bearcats Stadium, big rivalry, battle the Bearcats. Coach, how's our team? Uh, I know we've dealt with a lot of adversity all year with injuries. How's our team coming into this district matchup tonight, injuries wise?
2: You know, we had a little scare with uh, Jay Sanders last week on the field. Turned out to be a really bad stinger on his left side. Uh, we're going to get him back tonight. He's a, you know, Big time asset in the secondary and slot receiver, sometimes linebacker. He just has to play anywhere. He's a real smart kid that understands the game. So having him back is important. We've been without Kyler Murphy for several weeks now all the way back to the Gunner game. We're going to get him back tonight. And uh, those two being back on the field are really going to help us long term uh, heading towards this playoff push. And especially tonight, we're looking to hopefully get Castillo and Max Parker back next week uh, going into Bowie. Uh, You know, hopefully we are just like we tell these kids all the time and you know, it's been This way since long before I got here. These kids seem to hit their stride late October early November each and every year. It's uh, historically something we're known for around here and hopefully we're getting healthy and uh, Getting into that point of the year where we're starting to play really really good football at the right time
1: Well coach uh, peanut festival week a lot going on Community's excited for multiple reasons uh, as we conclude the show, this uh, you know head,
2: heading into this very important game. What do you have on your heart? Yeah, you know, it was interesting. Last week we took a what should have been a two hour and ten minute drive out to Brock, but turned out to be a two and a half, almost three hour drive out mm. there due to traffic in Springtown and uh, just all the different things, all the moving parts that go into a big trip like that. You've got uh, the moms that are packing sack lunches for the kids to eat on the road out there, making sure they're hydrating, got drinks. You've got the dads that do the team breakfast Friday morning at 6.50 over at the Baptist Church. You've got uh, Greg Hickman family and all of uh, the Sanders clan out there cooking barbecue and feeding the kids at 11.30, two and a half hours away before we get back on a bus. And you just see that support from our parents, our community members, uh, lots of people stepping up to make sure our kids know their priority and what they're doing is important. You've got band, cheer, all those different groups and organizations going all the way out there to support those kids. And you know it's just an exciting time to be in this community and all the support they show us in, in football. And not only that, the support they show our girls in volleyball and tennis and cross country, and just all the different activities our school is a part of. It's just a really neat community and we're blessed to be a part of it.
0: It really is.
1: Well stick around ladies and gentlemen. The Battle of the Bearcats is coming up next. It's going to be a very good game always is. It'll be a important game for district seating. One you will not want to miss. Uh, there may be some of you at the Peanut Festival, you need to get up here and come and support the team. It's going to be a good one and they could use a good cheer in section. Let's go Whitesboro Bearcats. Yeah,
0: let's go Whitesboro Bearcats. Let's go Bearcats.